Go on. My name is Bobby Rossin, and this is Jackass. Yes. Hey. We're recording, by the way. Good day, MPM, mga mongster. Oh, shit. <laughs> you are listening okay. to... Sterkus Akurit Podcast. Nice. Why don't you do the intro? I want to open my alcohol. Okay. So, uh, good AM, PM, Mom, Mom, Sir. This is the Sterkus Akurit Podcast. The podcast where poopoo happens. Poopoo kaka. <laughs> as Kobe would say it. Or otherwise known as where shit happens. Right. And I am your co-host, Bobby Rawson. And our main host, who is opening a... Bottle of beer wow. is our beloved Kobe Arvin. I never realized that was the main host. I thought we were all in this together. I mean, you're the most active one. I'll give you the credit, bro. <laughs> mm, I'm drinking a Smirnoff, Smirnoff Ice Japan Edition. Uh, is there it, any difference? Yeah, this one has like fucking jack shit alcohol in it. <laughs> <laughs> tastes, tastes literally nothing. I remember back when we were like still very young and underage, we drank like all yeah, night with one, of, with one of our buddies. Smirnoff Mule, dude. That's where boys became men. <laughs> <laughs> and sooner or later, you'll realize that uh, it's not boys become men, it's just boys become teenagers. And when you drink Pale Pilsen or Red Horseland, that's where you become men, dude. Fuck. Like, you're, so, you're so cool, Bobby, huh? Just, just fuck you. <laughs> no, I'm kind of serious. <laughs> Eat shit. <laughs> what, are oh, we, what, are we, what are we doing today, Bobby? Okay, so today we're, we'll be asking like random questions. So this is like a little steer off from what we normally do in a, uh, you know, in a weekly basis. Um, Not this, weekly. Since we finished the... We, we failed it. <laughs> pretty, yeah. You know, <laughs> whenever we upload basis. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so right now, uh, today we'll just be running random ass questions to each other and probably prompt a some kind of discussion regarding the topics. Uh, because... before, we, before we start, how are you? Yeah, how are you? I think how, that's important. How? I care about your well-being. You should care oh, about well. mine. All right, all right. So me, I've been uh, trying so hard to keep it in check, you know? Um, uh, I don't get it. Okay. I see. <laughs> okay, let me explain. So our term has ended, and basically <laughs> we have nothing else to do. But right now, I'm thinking that I should do something else. Um, right now, I'm doing crafting work. Uh, cool. I'm trying to make, you know, you know the Counter-Strike Global Offensive Knives, right? I, I'm trying to craft those out of these some, this kind of plasticky, cardboardy board things. And Why? It, this is how it sounds like, too. Did that pick up? Anyways. so. Oh, really? You can hear me drinking. No, no. Do you, do you pick this up? Oh, I thought you were making fun of like the fucking sound I was making when I was drinking. <laughs> you you made that sound when you were drinking? Uh, when I'm when I'm when I'm gulping it down, sometimes it goes like bloop bloop bloop, you know. Bloop 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 bloop. <laughs> but anyways, so I'm trying to craft these knives. Uh, 
it's kind of hard because cutting this is not fucking easy, dude. It takes it takes a formidable amount of skill to. You know, you know what you should do. You should record it. You know, Bobby DIY. Hey guys, it's Bobby DIY back at it again with another. <laughs> I insert generic YouTube intro here and then just. Here's the thing: the the DIY channels I actually like watching those. They're kind of therapeutic. Like the, the the like the knife restoration ones where it's like time lapse where they take like some hunk of shit and then they turn it into like a working tool. I like watching those. Really? Yeah, yeah. Tell. There's like a lot of them all over YouTube. Like, oh, turning turning like a turning a block of wood into a fucking machine gun, something like that. I don't know. Like turning turning. Uh, a... I I now I remember that shit. Like when I was a kid, I really. I was really into those and like I really tried to copy what these people do. The problem is I didn't have tools for that. Like oh, how can an 8-year-old get a fucking saw, you know? Well, now you're 28 uh, years old, so you have no excuse. I'm not 28, I'm fucking 20. <laughs> 28 my ass. Do I sound 28 to you? Fuck you. No, you sound 5 to me, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Suck a dick, dude. Oh, the bot has left anyways. Um, so I don't know. Like, how about you? What 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 you been doing? I've heard you you've been reading a lot. (laughs) Aside from, huh? From who? From you. (laughs) I'm I'm busy. Um, So every every day is a new day. So I don't do the same thing every day. Every day I do something else. So like the past. So today I kind of was asleep the whole day. I was supposed to uh, go to a meeting. That's productive, eh? No, no, no. Here's what happened. I woke, I, I, I woke up early, and I was supposed to go to a meeting, but they started without me because I was like ten minutes late. So I was like, I'll just go home, and then that, that was it. Yo. Sorry. <laughs> so like, so like, I'm, I'm, I'm part of, I'm part of this circle of friends, and one of them got his master's degree, and we were going to give him a despedida. And the thing is, I'm not really close to the circle of friends, so it was like I don't really mind. It was more of. I was acquaintances with this guy, and I thought I should just stop by and say goodbye to him. And their their plan was they were going to go to Uji. Uji. And Uji. Uji. The, the the town near Kyoto, where it's ah. famous for matcha and shit. They were gonna go. Oh there. shit! They were going to go. Do there. they do they make those matcha mochi balls? They fucking make everything, dude. They even have like matcha machine guns and matcha knives. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> Right, <laughs> sure. They were going to no They were going, Just no They were gonna go to Uji, and I was invited to come. But the thing was, I was ten minutes late, so they fucking ditched me. And I was like, and then they they said, why don't you just join us along in the Inom Inoman later on? We'll we'll drink, buy drink, we'll drink, buy drink, we'll drink, buy drink. some alcohol, chill by the river. And I said fine, but then I ended up oversteeping, and I woke up with a massive migraine, and I was like, I don't think I can make it. Up. <laughs> oh, guys, I'm sorry, man. But like, I'm not, I'm not super close to these guys, man. I'm like acquaintances with them. Like, I've worked with them on a few projects, and that, that's about it. It's not like I go out of my way to, you know, fucking hang out with them all the time. Because right. uh, these these guys are in the master's degree program. I'm an undergrad. And a lot of them are like, oh, an undergrad, ew, it's like, oh, what's he doing here? <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's I'm only friends with them because I'm friends with, like, one of their members. Like, one of the head honchos of that group, the guy with the doctorate, so. Uh, yeah, that was, that was supposed to hang out with them today, but 
That's uh, a big my, F. My, uh, my, F Mega. My, my fatigue caught up with me, so I ended up sleeping the whole day. Today, at least. Yeah, yeah. at least you got some good rest, right? <laughs> it was actually, I, I slept like a fucking rock, I'm not gonna lie. Like, that was a really beautiful, good sleep I had. It was one of the best sleeps, because, like, my sleeping schedule is so fucking bad. And I end up appreciating a good night's sleep, like, ten times more than usual. And this sleep... I slept for like a solid maybe, I don't know, like a solid 10, 10, 10 hours. And it was beautiful. Dimonto. It was no. such a good sleep, man. Like I was ecstatic. It was amazing. I'm happy for you, man. For me, my sleep schedule has been so fucking bad, dude. Like, oh, you're telling holy me, shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, you know, I wake up at 3 p.m. now. All the time, every day, all day. Like I don't, I, I, I skip out breakfast inev- inevitably, and sometimes I can still catch up with lunch. Today, my my parents ordered uh McDonald's, and I missed all the fucking McDonald's food. And you know, getting McDonald's food in the in in this pandemic is like, like ungodly, dude. Because I you, think it's you don't... just godly. Like every time, I love McDonald's. Yeah, so I'm just. You know, I'm I'm just really bummed out that I miss out some good food. Like Dumb. yesterday, my mom cooked pancakes, and I really love eating pancakes, dude. And now we're out of pancake batter, and I just missed that good fucking breakfast. Jesus. You know, you know what? You know what? I can't what? relate because I've been starving since I fucking got to Japan. I forgot what Jesus. it's like to have home cooked meals. <laughs> anyway, um, if you're if your sleep schedule is bad. Let's put this into perspective. I go to sleep when you guys. I go. To, I I wake up when you guys go to sleep. So that's kind of. Well, here's the thing. I don't mind because like, I'm not lonely. And there are times where I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, every everyone's like asleep. I don't care. Why would I be lonely, dude? Like I fucking absorb so much information reading books. Reading books is a good cure for loneliness because I feel like I'm conversing with the author. Mm. That sounds nice. You know, I, I I've been thinking I should read a book uh, yes. during this break. Um, maybe one it, or two. It's easier probably. said than done. That's the thing. The hardest part is starting. But once you get the ball rolling, you can't stop. I find that the biggest distractions are actually fucking you guys in Discord. <laughs> so uh, if it's if it wasn't, <laughs> you know, like, like when 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 you, you when you see someone launch Counter Strike Global Offensive. Yeah, if if, if one of the guys, ah, like if one of the guys just starts spamming me asking me to play, it's like that's the biggest distraction ever because you know. If it wasn't for yeah, you, sure. like I would have fucking finished all like so much shit. Like would have gotten so much work done, um, so much crap done. And here's the thing: I have a never-ending stream of schoolwork since my entire semester is online. So my professors mm. were like, "Let's just fucking put up the quotas. I don't give a fuck." So right now, my work theoretically never ends. It's deadline oh. after deadline after deadline. So even if I so in my free time when I'm not fucking playing with you losers, I'm reading books. And when I'm not reading books, I have to work on this shit. Otherwise, I fail. So the yeah, you know, online classes. A lot of the professors don't know what they're doing, and that makes it doubly hard because they grade based on their bias and their bias towards technology i mean so a lot of them don't know how to use technology so when you upload something and they don't know how to open it they think it's our fault that we didn't make it accessible for them so they they fuck us over like when our professor says 
I'll submit this essay and then we're like, okay, I did the essay. How do I submit it? Because most, uh, we use Microsoft Teams. It's like the academic Discord and there's an option to turn shit in. We also used mm -hmm. Schoology, turn it in. We used all of these websites and the professor has given us zero information on like how to submit our work. And then he chooses out when we don't submit anything and he asks, why did you submit anything? And I said, prof, you didn't put anything up. And he said, use your wits, email me. And I'm like, fuck you, email you. You never said anything. That wasn't in the fucking. Did, did, did he give his email details? That's the question. Uh, he did, but it's just formality. He, the, all professors have to do it in their syllabi. Then I, I think, that, given that information, I think you would have. No, you know... we have a Teams profile for this class. We 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 meet every week to have a group call, a video call. Teams has a function to submit works. And then this guy is like, well, you should have emailed it to me. And I'm like, oh, god damn it. Well, to be fair, he, we, he, got, he felt bad for us, so he said, fine. I oh, so a lot of you <laughs> no one, missed no it one, out. No one, zero. Because he didn't say it. That, that's the sort of shit that you write down in your syllabus. That's, what, that's the rational thing to do. That's the normal thing to do. And then if your boomer ass can figure out how to fucking make a, a, an assignment stab in your teams, and it's our fault, like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> Oh god. Good thing I'm not able, I'm not facing that shit right now. I probably will in the next term. Jesus. Online I'm classes really are not such a pain. Hard. And it's not it's not that it's not that it's hard. It's not that it's so, hard. It's not hard. It's doable. It's just that I I the my, my apartment is such a shitty learning environment, that's one thing. Two is that they double down on the workload since there's no more lectures, usually. Yikes. And third is a lot of the a lot of the professors are super unreasonable. They they feel like they're entitled to the students are entitled to adjust to them because they don't know how to use uh, technology. Well, fuck you. Usually, the really really old grandpa professors are like this, and they're fucking terrible. Like, come on, man. So, you have to adapt to the students. Like, I know teachers are trained to adapt to the students. Why can't they adapt to the students in like the most minute detail? Just learn how to use the fucking computer, dude. It's not hard, man. Like honestly, it's just that. Like, it's it's easier than fucking lectures. Dude. I, I had I'm a not I, I had a professor, dead ass lobby. I had this professor. He's a old British dude. He's got a beard like Gandalf, and he dead ass wanted us to submit our essays as handwritten scans. But why? Because when does he, he do that? No, if he does that in a in a, in a normal lecture apparently class, apparently in his normal class, what he does is he asks you to write it uh, handwritten in a pad paper. He's old fashioned, you see. And when mm. we when he was online, what he wanted us to do is handwrite it on a notebook, and then have it scanned somehow. And our and then our students are like, Prof, excuse me, but. Are you fucking stupid? <laughs> like, <laughs> are you are you like, the, like? If you if you want us to like, all of us have access to a computer. Why not just let us type it? Like this is this is the sort of prof that doesn't even use phones. This is the sort of prof that still uses fucking messenger pigeons or some shit. Like, <laughs> he, him, he must have archaic. that. What do you call those things? The those buzzers. You might, <laughs> you might as well just use a buzzer, dude. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, we convinced him to just let us handwrite it because he's being completely unreasonable. And another, it, it took another, it took the dean of the school saying, 
hey man, you can't be doing that. This is these are hard times, and your your boomer ass could use some education. You know what I'm saying? Like, like he, didn't, he, he, he didn't really say that, but he had to co-administrate our class because our this prof needed help. He's the kind of prof that closes his eyes when he uses the computer because it hurts. It's like that, you know, and just go figure, you know, what kind of people are you dealing with? Maybe, maybe that prof should just retire. Like, I, I, I have a lot of dead-ass old profs, right? But the thing is, they're masterful in the fucking medium they teach us, especially online. Like, somehow they manage to nail it even better than the, the new teachers. And I'm just like, props to them. So... That guy has no fucking excuse. Uh, you know, because most of the profs at my school are not really profs. They're like researchers who have teaching as a side gig. That's the thing. In that case, if they're doing research on the side, sh shouldn't they encounter like the use of computers and all that stuff? That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, you can't publish in a journal fucking something handwritten scans with your garbage handwriting. Like, you need to have written something down. Or maybe he did it Aquinas style. You know what Aquinas did? He had someone to write for him and he just dictated it with his mouth. Yo, that's that's like text-to-speech, but old-fashioned. <laughs> Aquinas was a text-to-speech guy and I was like, uh, the only way like your archaic ass could have fucking submitted anything to this journal is if you actually sat down on a computer and typed that shit. And if you're like mm. so anti-technology fucking... I forgot what the term was, you know, it's like some g bullshit political theology uh, ideology i mean but ideology ideology but you know i digress fuck this just online classes really depends on how nice your pop some of these props are beautiful people they're so nice and they email they you just, they, they just straight they they, they st what really your props email you mean so, no some, some of my props who are like really boomer they're so sweet they don't know how to teach on online but they do their best and then when they when you submit like a, an assignment they they uh they send an emoji saying here have a smiley <laughs> it's so cute Aww. it's like this old it's, a, it's like yeah. they're, they're like nine years old and they discovered facebook or something and then like another one she posted an emoji of a flower sprouting and she said look the flower is growing <laughs> it's so cute it's like it's like they're like they like they like regress to being five years old it's so cute yeah, that also show how 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 different our generation is to compared to theirs, you know. Like yeah. we're w more well versed to to technology than they are, and they, they they though they have more experience in like the real world and shit, you know. They they've seen 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 it worse more than us. I mean, we've seen it bad. We live in the fucking Philippines, but you know, maybe during their time it's probably worse because. Uh, they didn't experience inflation that much yet. A lot of things were cheaper. Uh, I, wonder, I wonder if Filipino lives matter. Joke. <laughs> Let's not go there. Mm -mm, mm -mm, that's not yeah. going there. Yeah. Uh, Alright, so... Yeah. Speaking of college, what what's your opinion on college? Is it really necessary? No. 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 It's not. All right. Uh, to follow up with that, if it's not necessary, then do you have like a step-to-step, uh, like step-to-step guide on how to deal real life without college? Like, what would what would your plans be if you didn't take college? What would you do? What would 
what's your grind, you know? I wanna ask you for, um, let me ask you first, Robert. Yes. Do you think it's necessary? For quality life? I was in general answer no. Why not? Because uh, if you look at the education system, high school is supposed to design that design is designed so that you would actually survive after high school. You don't really need college. College, well, from my knowledge, is something that boosts your uh, academe. Or basically, if you really want to contribute like highly in terms of knowledge or in terms of development, especially in the sciences, uh, because, you know, I'm, I'm a science guy, so I'd, I'd probably be answering in, in the sciences. But yeah, in, in terms of that, like you, you, you take that so that you would provide more, not just your own, you know, well-being, your own progression. You want to help your fucking country or the fucking world if you, if you want to go that far. Like, but the, 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 the thing is that, that I know so many successful people, even, even popular uh, like scientists or rocket scientists, don't, they don't even take uh, high school. Like, holy shit. Like, I don't even know what, how, what was their plan, their, their game, you know? How, what was their grind to reach that state? But I'm pretty sure uh, they wouldn't have reached there if they hadn't borrowed, like, academic studies from actual colleges. I, I'm really thinking that. Let me ask you a question, Bobbert. Right. Let me ask you something. Is money, yes. val- is money valuable? Money valuable. Hmm. Generally, not really, no. Why not? Well, if you look at this, um, I, uh, to understand my part is that my family has a lot of farmers, actually. Like my mom's side and also my dad's side. I, I've met family members that are just farmers and some live in the mountains. And the thing is, some of these people don't really understand the like the concept of monetary value. In fact, they don't really need it because for them to survive, for them to live, all they need is to just do basic stuff. Sorry I'm going that. very, very, you know, direct here. Uh, yeah. I'm not going like really far. Like, is money actually valuable? I mean, it does have value. In itself, right? It, it 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 it's the medium for us to trade. Uh, it's the main medium for us to you know swap between items in a in a fair manner. <laughs> okay. Like it, it helps translate your efforts, but in a, in the grander scheme of thing, things, uh, your efforts doesn't really need to translate to monetary value. It can translate into actual work, you know, actual products actual food actual shelter like all the basic needs can be done by your effort it's just that money can work as a catalyst so in in my in like the bigger terms of it i don't think it has any value but i won't deny it does have some value it 
it can help you get to where you are faster, but you don't really need it. What do you think? So the reason why I ask that is because money is valuable to those who can detect the value in it. That is to say, it's relative to context. No? Context. The example about people in the mountains not having it as valuable is true. And it's the same thing with college. College is valuable. It's necessary to people who know how to use it, to make use of it. Money will be valuable to somebody who engages in mercantile, yeah, who trades, but not to somebody who farms and works and hunts. That's not necessarily uh, a thing of utmost importance to them if you're living in the woods, right? It, the money yeah. doesn't fucking mean anything to you. So it's, a, it's, it's contextual. With, it's the same with college. It depends on your axiology as a, as a person. Because personally, I'm the kind of person that can see the value in it. But not everyone can. Right. I mean, I, I I laid out myself that I see the the value of money. It's just that if I look at it very generally, it doesn't really have much value. Little to no. But anyways, um, all right. So we got college and I guess money down. Uh. I want to ask you this, Kobe. What are your favorite games? Video games. That's hard. Hmm? That is hard. That is hard. That is hard. All right. Um, uh, no, I mean, I'll if, if that's too hard, let's go for another question that's no, tied I mean, to it. Fine, go on. Um, do you think video game is a medium of art? Yeah, for sure. Why wouldn't it be? Right. I mean, the th- the thing I I love about video games is that it's some it's it's art, but it's interactive. You know, it's like it, it changed the game for how people can ex- express and like how people can make other people understand how they think, how how they perceive the world. I mean, sure, there are a lot of games nowadays are just all in for the money, but you find those small indie games, those tiny games that are just there just because they want to show the world, hey, I'm a video game. I'm made by this guy, and this guy thinks of the world like this. He sees that there's something in this game that's worth value. You're very uh, attached to that that art as a representation of life ideology. uh. I grew up with that actually, through throughout my whole theater life, uh, it, it I don't know how many times it has been said, and even in some art classes that art is an imitation of life. What do you think of artists? So, as an artist, I'm primarily a musician. Yeah. And uh, is it an imitation of life? Not necessarily. When I want to wank out in some odd time signature to a prog song, I'm not imitating shit. I'm just being, I'm just showing off, you know. <laughs> when, but I can't deny that there's truth to that, but. Maybe for a more general view or general, you know, standpoint, not necessarily imitation or probably a critique on life. I think that's a more. Better critique. point. Critique. What's there to critique necessarily? 
Well, firstly, if you critique life, you can also imitate it. You can also obscure, uh, like you know, obscure it. You can change it. Your view on life. You critique life itself. You whatever. So you pretend you have an art that critiques life. You could say how life is just like that, or you could explore that life isn't just like that. You could say life is even more than what we think. You can be abstract as you want. And that's why probably a better coin term is that art can, critiques life rather than uh, imitate it. If art critiques life, then what does what do things like humanities do, or psychology, or or sciences? Are those not also quote unquote critiques of life? There are critiques of on life, but in a more I don't want to say objective though. But it's on the side on understanding as well, and also analyzing and interpreting. And art is not like that. Hmm. And art isn't that. I would think art is a culmination of all of those, probably. <laughs> nah. 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 Do you think? Art stands alone as its own thing, separate but complementary to things like science and whatever. You're approaching it from a theatrical perspective, and maybe you can make a case that everything is performance, everything's performativity, you know. You can make some sort of butlerian argument like that, but I'm a musician, and musicians are very... They realize that their scope of art is not big. If anything, it's very niche. It's almost completely relegated to one of the senses, the ears. The auditory, the visual spectacle is not emphasized and either as much else. Um, my point here is that if you were to ask me what art actually is, I would agree that it's interpretive of, of life, of experience, of human experience. But I would disagree that it's um it's a mimesis that it's uh that it, it that it's uh you know uh, a copycat of life. I don't think so, because that sort of diminishes the creative value. And I'm going to support my argument by bringing up uh, classical epistemology of Plato and Aristotle. You're familiar with what rationalism and empiricism is, right? Uh, it's very rusty in my head, but go on. I thought not. It's not a story LaSalle would tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, continue, go. Do you know what Plato is most famous for? Because I understand you took Plato in in class. If Plato had Um, to be famous for one philosophical idea, what would it be? Plato, Plato. Let me, let me, let me, me, give me a moment. Something about... No, no, it's not moral. Plato. Give up. Yeah. Do you know what epistemology is? Epistemology. If I'm not mistaken, epistemology, epistemology, epistemology talks about knowledge, right? No. 
Yeah, epistemology is how one arrives at knowledge. How you... one arrives at knowledge? Yeah, it's the philosophical body that deals with learning and knowledge and things like that. And Plato, mm. I found it with Plato's Allegory of the Cave. Allegory of the Cave? Mm-hmm. Nope, I'm not familiar with that. Okay, story time. Imagine, story time. Imagine a cave. It's not a cave. And yeah, in, in, in this cave, there are a bunch of dumbasses chained into a rock, and they're prisoners of the cave. They can't move, they're just stuck there. And they've been stuck there since birth, let's say, and they've and the cave is all they know. And their whole life, there's a fire behind them. And there's a bunch of assholes by the fire that make shadow puppets and give them, and that represents shapes on a wall, right? Are you, mm. do, do you get it? Uh, and, the, and the people in the cave only see the shadow puppets on the wall. And then, so let's say that there's a guy by the fire that says, Oh, this is a shadow puppet of a tree. This is a shadow puppet of a dog. This is a shadow okay, puppet okay, of a chair. Okay, you know. And then the, the people in the cave, since they can't move, they're like, Oh, that's a tree. Oh, that's a dog. It's just the shadow. And all of a sudden, somebody liberates these people from their caves and lets them go outside to the world. And then they finally see, for the first time in their lives, a tree. An actual tree. An actual dog. An actual chair. <laughs> I'm sorry. How you, how you pronounce dog? Just... It, the like, hard, the hard, embedded in dog, the hard dog. <laughs> it's like you, you, you're, you're, you're trying to insult someone. Fucking dog, dog. <laughs> like it, compared to me, when I say dog, dog, dog. you know, the, the it's like it, it sounds so harmless, but when you say dog, it's like, <laughs> it's like you mean something bad. It's like you're calling someone dog. God. Anyways, I, I digress. Okay, so. You have an actual, so these these people from the caves they see uh, an actual dog, and they're fucking terrified. They're like, ah, oh, fuck this, I'm out of here. Fuck? They they go back to their caves because they understand the shadow puppets. That's the representation for how humans react to pure knowledge. So what kind so... of knowledge is there? So Plato argues for a world of ideas and a world of forms. I'm not gonna get too into it, but basically. There are perfect conceptions of things that exist in our heads that are not present in the real world. You have an idea of what a perfect tree looks like, but... And then all other trees you see in daily life are just representations of what that perfect tree is. Same with dogs, same with chairs, same with people. And the whole gist of it is that Plato said that ultimately, your the main faculty of learning arises from reason, rationality, intuition. Meanwhile, Aristotle said that's wrong. He said that you can arrive at knowledge in the world around you through observing the properties of the things around you, i.e. science. Uh, that's why Aristotle is more on the science side, eh? And you can make the same case about art given this epistemology. On art, you can make a case... If you make a case that art is uh, strictly a mimesis of life, it's almost like saying art is intrinsically empirical in its nature. And the thing is, creativity in itself is a rational dimension. That's what I think. 
I think creativity is a dimension of reason, of rationality, of of like of the of the of the mind, of the intuition, not of the world. Uh -huh. So it's not so it's is it, it basically disrupts the idea that it's a imitation of life. That's why yeah, that's why I I disagree with it. You know like for example, you know when you play when you're a musician and you play something in minor what and what 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 in life dictates that a minor scale has to represent sadness? The, pe the people who make this artist and a message of life thing, they're usually visual artists. I may I, I've noticed that they're usually authors, uh, playwrights, actors, painters, not so much musicians. Or you mean like the people who are more abstract, you know? Well, all of these are abstract. Abstract music is a thing. Okay. So what, what? How about the other artists? What are they more akin to? The non-visual artists. Friedrich Nietzsche in his book, The Birth of Tragedy, said that art can be divided into two kinds: Apollonian and Dionysian. 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 What's Dionysian? Why are you asking what Dionysian is? I bet you don't know what Apollonian means. <laughs> fair. <laughs> That's fucking fair. I'll tell you. So, Nietzsche said... Oh, sorry, I'm smoking. Oh, you, you, you got a bottle of beer, and now you're fucking smoking. It's vodka, on, not, it's vodka not beer. Yeah, well, it's still alcohol. So, it's basically, the theory behind it is that art can either be Apollonian and Dionysian. Apollonian art refers to, sorry, a sort of art that is very, how to say, hmm, how do I say this actually? This is, Apollonian art is something that is more individual. It's something that's more individualistic, cognitive, interpretive. It's something like visual arts and and poetry, that sort of thing. It's something that stems from from uh, the sort of mind of an artist. Think of it as the world acting on the artist. Gets the world. Dimension. Dimension is the opposite. Things like music, dance. Uh, physical contact stuff like that think of it as the artist acting on the world it gets ah i see okay actually okay Con go on and nietzsche said that all art can be condensed into either one of the two art can wow. be art can or to make it to put it simply let's look at naruto uh, he's more on the 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 the, the no, you know, uh, you, know you, you know you know Sasori. Sasori, yeah, Sasori, yeah. Sa Sasori art is, is art is eternal. True art eternal. is eternal, and Deidara is true art is an explosion. Deidara is a Dionysian, and Sasori is an Apollonian. The the puppets that Sasori makes 
are more of an impact of the world acting on him you know his personal experience yeah and they that are explosions and clay models and shit like that technically sculpture would be apollonian but in the context of naruto it's it's more of the artist acting on the world art artist because well, also beautiful, one beautiful is that a moment yeah because it's fleeting <laughs> it explodes the sculpture is there you enjoy it and then boom it's gone look at you know? think think of it like uh think of it like let's look at a, a great painter give me a, a, a great painter let's look at a great painter like shadman <laughs> Shadman, don't don't Google it. <laughs> how how about how about Michelangelo? I'd rather do Shadman. What what's Shadman? Google it. You told me not to. So come on, man. Shadman, Shadman, Shadman. Oh God. <laughs> Why, Kobe? Let's look at a great artist like Shadman. <laughs> <laughs> ah, come on, Kobe. Okay, let's, ah. let's, look, let's, look at, let's look at the great artist like, like Michelangelo. Fine. Michelangelo's work survived long after his death. They're, they're around for you to admire, to look, to observe, to, you know, say, wow, that's pretty cool, right? Yeah. And let's look, like a, like, let's look at the great guitarist like like John Petrucci. <laughs> Or Kurt Cobain. I'm gonna I'd actually the next time I see you, I'm going to fucking stab you in the neck for calling Kurt Cobain a great guitarist. I'm sorry. He's not. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you, you 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 literally just said Kurt Cobain in the same sentence as John Petrucci. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. God damn. <sighs> I'm sorry, I'm not a musical nerd like you. Fuck. <laughs> mm. Stop smoking and continue. I'm not smoking, I'm just exhaling because that, that comment really put me off. <laughs> well, my bad. It's my bad, asshole. Mm. You know, you, you know, you know, you know, one measure of a Dream Theater song has more has more notes and chords than and then, then the whole of smells like teen spirit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. All right. And we continue. Case in point, I've covered the Nirvana song, and I can only think about covering Dream Theater songs. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Ah, wait. Okay, so. John Petrucci has a great has a great is a is a great guitarist. It's easy, so mm. he's so good. So let's let's pick a Dream Theater song. Uh, Give me a Dream as Theater I am. song. Yeah. So as I am, it's a guitar solo towards the end. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna hum the whole thing. Hello. Uh, hello. Hello. Oh no, technical difficulties. Kobe? Kobe? I'm here. Kobe, you you chopped out for me. What happened? That was your problem. I'm fine. Alright. Anyway, Um, so so as I am's guitar solo, you it's there it's there for three minutes. And then it's gone. 
Azayam is there for a solid maybe how long is Azayam? Like seven minutes. And seven, then seven. And, and then it's gone. You have to repeat the whole song again. You have to repeat that 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 measure again to hear that guitar solo. And you just <laughs> and th- th- it's fleeting. What makes it beautiful is that it ends. There, you know, as I am, what make, what makes as what makes the guitar solo of as I am beautiful is the fact that it ends with some Chad chord and like was a Dang. what makes you know every all of that goes into making it Dionysian. It's fleeting. It's quick. It disappears. Okay, that's really cool. I like that. I think I should indulge more on Dionysian. Uh, art because I'm overly exposed to. Are you not Dionysian? You're 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 in theater. I don't know. Like how my how I view on, on theater is very Colombian. Well, I mean, look at it this way: performing music is Dionysian, but the song in itself is Apollonian. Why do you, well, per, perhaps, well, not the song in itself, but maybe the structure of the song. Well, let's not get into I mean, it. That's, that, the, I that, mean, like you said, how how Nietzsche describes that there are two people who think of art, Polonia and Dionysian. So how, how I view my type of art may be different on how you view that type of art as well. Oh, but Nietzsche's not saying it's subjective. On the contrary, it's not subjective. And I see. So you cannot make that argument that it it's, depends on person to person to person. Okay, I see. I see what you mean. Yeah, um, Naruto and philosophy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Next thing you know, we're gonna go JoJo and philosophy, right? It's Joke. been it's it's been done. There's Obviously. a lot. There's a lot on YouTube. <laughs> Plenty. I think I think both of us already watched a lot of them, if not mm. most. Yep. Oh man, I got an apple pie with me. Should I? I'll eat it later. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you'll eat it later. You've had that since like I don't know. Since since dinner time, and yeah. I don't know what time is it. It's around four a.m. It's breakfast time. Breakfast. 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 <laughs> You asked, right, me so, my, you asked me what my favorite game, what my favorite kind of yeah, game is. I, I, was, I, was gonna, I was gonna mention that in there, a bit, there, yeah. there, there are three games that make me fall head over heels over. Mm. One is competitive games. Games with really high skill ceilings that I need oh, to... Oh, I'm asking what game, game, huh? Oh. Like, video game, not genre. I mean, we can go over genre. Well, my favorite game, goddamn, Bobby, um... I shit. <laughs> I don't know, man. Really? Come yeah. on, like, was there a game in your childhood that really stood out to you? And like, when you visit playing it again, you just have that ah, oh. or you know, games that when you play again it doesn't get boring. <laughs> so there's two that stand out to me. Right. TF2 and any and anything in the Elder Scrolls franchise, RPG games. RPG games. So you're very role-playing game, eh? 
Yeah, you, you like role play. Yes, uh. I'm, I'm very role playing game. Eh, exactly. <laughs> so, so, for me, my, my my favorite games, I love the thing about what I love about games is the style. You know, stylistic games. Uh, that's why my top three games is Cophead, Devil May Cry Five, and Borderlands Two. And the most common thing out of these three games is their artwork and style. And well, why is not TF2 there? Isn't that good, cute artwork, cute style? I mean, it, it comes number four, okay? Mm. But I, I, I'm more of a guy who enjoys games that give me a, lo- a little challenge or a little adventure. And here's the thing. Devil May Cry 5 helps me, like... It, it gives me a lot of replay value. I think the thing about these three games also is that it gives me so much replay value that it doesn't get boring each time I go back to it. Similar to Team Fortress 2. Especially that game is a, uh online game where every experience is always fucking different. And what I also appreciated when I first played it was, holy shit, the style. Like, ho- honestly, like, there's no other cast of characters that really stand out to me. You know, I don't see nine classes that stand out more than, I don't know, the heavy, right? Holy shit. You see that big bulky dude, and then you compare that to, like, the fucking spy and that fucking knife whenever he brings that out. And then whenever these characters call medic, medic. <laughs> And for me, like, I, that's I think I also really like uh, hack and slash games in the genre, like that genre itself, because I just like feeling powerful, bro. <laughs> that's why Devil May Cry Five is like <clears throat> because because you can't feel powerful when I'm around. Hey, <laughs> suck off. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, like, you really feel the amount of power you have, especially when you grow. You know, when you when you pick up a Devil May Cry game at the start, you're you're weak as shit. You have no idea how the combo system works. And the feeling when you learned all the different combos, all the different styles, all the different positioning and everything, all that comes together in the most satisfying way to kill just one enemy. <laughs> mm. So imagine doing that to plenty of enemies right to a boss it's like mastering something that's why i also like cuphead because by mastering the moveset of the bosses right you get rewarded with that You've never sweet sweet victory dark souls have you no and mm. i'm thinking that that might be a, a game that i'd love love to pick yeah, up the, 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 the games those modern japanese hacking games sekiro Dark Souls, uh, Bloodborne. Devil May Cry Five. Joke. No, 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 no. They're not totally ha- actually. Those are not hack and slash. I, 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 I loop Devil May Cry Five in the same genre as like God of War, maybe. Mm. Uh, God of War, Bayonetta, you know the the samurai samurai, Orochi games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ninja Gaiden, maybe. I don't know. Ninja Gaiden is counted. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, it is counted. Holy shit, you know that game. 
That game's old as fuck. Dude, come on, dude. I've been playing games since I was born. <laughs> God. Anyways, so... Yeah, aside from Hack and Slash, I think I also really appreciate the first-person shooter genre just because it had a lot of impact on me when I was a kid. Like, my first ever first-person game that I remember so much is this game called Black. Mm, and that. and it, it's one of those really one of the first like high-end first-person first-person games in released in the PS2. And holy fucking shit, that game was a not really a masterpiece. It, it's far from a masterpiece, but like you, at the beginning of the level, it allowed me to shoot through the hinges on the doors, and that just blew my mind. <laughs> I'm just like, whoa, this is so realistic. I'm shooting off the door, dude. Yeah, that was me when I first played Call of Duty. So my first Call of Duty is Call of Duty. The, the one? The first one? One, yeah. The Medal of Honor looking ass shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because my, my dad was super into World War II shooters. He got me into Call of Duty, actually. Because uh, I grew up with gamers. So to speak, uh, my my dad, my dad and my uncle, my my dad was really into uh, was really into historical shooters like Call of Duty. Uh, he he played them to de-stress at from work. My uncle who lived with me at the time, or rather he lived, he was there quite often. He was into strategy games, Command and Conquer, Age of Empires, Starcraft, and my cousin who lived with me was into competitive FPS. He played the CS Source. Crossfire, Soldier Front. Uh, oh. I, I, I am my, uh, my mom. If you would call her a gamer, was really into puzzle games. Like at the time, she was really into like Bejeweled, uh, Zuma, that sort of thing. Luxor. Yo, dude, Zuma, Zuma was a shit back then, man. Like the the sound effects and when you when you when you shoot the balls. Ah. Uh, my 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 cousin was really into those Tamagotchi take care of kids games like. Sims and Sims, um, in Santa Aquarium, if anyone remembers that shit. Uh, I, I myself did not have a niche, but I was at the time, my, the first game I ever played was Worms, Worms Armageddon. Ooh, Worms! I love that! It's, it's like a sandbox, uh, sandbox shooter, yeah. Worms was the first game I ever played, it has a special place on my heart. I have hours and hours and hours poured into worms. Uh, that shit was my fucking. Because that, that that shit's also fucking random, dude. Like when you boot up a match, ah, uh, yeah. It's one of those games that is like brain dead easy to pick up, but the skill ceiling is like so fucking high. Like you 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 maximize your moves, you know, mm -hmm. the amount of space you positioning. Take. It's like chess. Positioning. You, know, you, you need to think. You need to think like three steps ahead when. Say. It's like 3D chess. I'm just kidding. Chess, chess players would get mad if I if I said that. What? 3D I'm not chess? kidding. 3D chess, yeah. I think anyone would get that. Huh? I think anyone would get that. Because if I don't get it, then I'm not sure. No, get mad. Oh, get mad? Yeah, they would probably get mad. Chess players are kind of elitists. I mean, the ones I've met, Super. the one, the ones I've met, like in real life and online, they. They 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 think that they're the top of the world and that 
they're like some sort of strategic any other mastermind. game that that's not chess you can just just stop you it's, know it's like they it's like they were the reincarnations of hannibal or some shit you know they, they think that they're fucking gods of strategy <laughs> they they're the repos- they're basically the golf players when golf was still th- was new like golf is just for men i don't i i am not too familiar with golf history golf history basically uh the that sport was made just for the men you know girls not allowed no girls allowed. No. Uh-huh. But now it's not just the men, but the women and children too. Shut up. Ah <laughs> oh, man, Star Wars. Did okay. we ever talk about what's our favorite Star Wars film? I don't remember, man. Um, For me, Revenge of the Fucking Sith, man. Same. The, the master. I mean, it's not a masterpiece. It's far from it. But... No, that's I love a the movie. The C- <laughs> that, that 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 fucking movie CGI, like twenty years later, still holds up. Honestly, yeah. And come on, man! Like so many fucking Star Wars memes uh, sprouted from that movie. Like ninety percent of Star Wars memes are from that movie alone, dude. Let's do meme roulette. That's all you you start. Say a Revenge of the Sith meme, and I'll follow up with a Re- Revenge of the Sith meme. Wait, wait. What, what's the first one? What did you say first? Uh, well, you say our, our Revenge of the Sith meme. I say our Revenge of the Sith meme. Whoever runs out of memes first loses. Hello there. Hello. General Kenobi! <laughs> that, that, that in itself is a meme. <laughs> General Kenobi! That's, like, both of that can count because, you know, it adds up, right? Mm. Uh, what's... Let me think of one. Ah, I am the Senate. <laughs> It's treason. Mm. All right. Dude, this will go on. Uh, yes. God, this is so hard. Actually, those are like the only four I really, really? remember. Are you serious? Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, wait. So, I remember. What's the one in that Anakin says in the Battle of Coruscant? Where. This is where the fun begins. This is where the fun be- Ah, you beat me to it. I fucking lost. But that's what I wanted to say. This is where the fun okay, begins. Okay, I'll give it to you. You can have that. I'll, oh. I'll go next. Um, have you heard of the tragedy? <laughs> I don't even. I don't need to go on. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to go on. How about this? Unlimited power. It's over, Anakin. <laughs> I have the high ground. You underestimate my power. Don't try it. <laughs> ah, yeah, okay, that doesn't count. Ah, this counts. No, <laughs> no. I have a bad feeling about this. Hey, uh, it assumes that in your anger, <laughs> you've killed her. Hmm. Do it. Does that count as a meme? That can count nah, as a meme. I'm sure, I guess. Do it. Do it. Alright. Uh, uh, okay, help me out here, Kobe. What does Dooku says when they when they fight in the ship? Uh, twice the pride, double the fall, and something like that. So, something about Jedi fighting, but you know what? I'll find I'll find another one. Um 
Hmm. A fine addition ah. to my collection. <laughs> ah, come on, man. I was thinking about that. Ah, Master Anakin, <laughs> what are we going to do? <laughs> 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 General Skywalker. I asked uh, someone of your reputation to be a little older. <laughs> General <laughs> Grievous, you're shorter than I expected. <laughs> shorter than I expected. Oh, God. Yeah. Hmm. So uncivilized. So uncivilized. When he shoots he was so uncivilized. They're running out, dude. They're running out. Hmm, I got you. No, anything that happened on the Battle of Mustafar is a meme. <laughs> honestly. Yeah, honestly. Honestly. You lied to me. Liar! Liar! Turn her against me! <laughs> ah, this one, this one. Ah, fuck! I forgot about it. Uh, wait, wait, wait! It's coming back. It's coming back. Um, I, I, I remember this. Holy shit! Goddamn! I lost it. Mm. Ah! Is it possible to obtain this kind of power? Not from a Jedi. <laughs> Dude, like, holy shit. I remember these memes were, like, scattered throughout all, all like, Reddits and Tumblrs, even fucking 9gag. They use, they use so many Star Wars memes, and most of it just come from Revenge of the Sith. I'm so fathomed by the amount of memes that that movie created. I mean, all the pre the Star Wars prequel memes are so much better than the sequel memes or the original trilogy memes. Okay, what is your least favorite Star Wars films? This is counting uh, original, prequel, and sequel. I didn't even finish Rise of Skywalker. No way. Really. I, I, I tuned I, I stopped halfway. I was like this shit's garbage. It's like so so pandering. Like it's like only fans that are so into the not, not, not even the true fans, you know, like fans I, that are overly hyped with references would enjoy that I, shit. I got into a super heated argument with a friend. Uh, my he's a friend, but he's like a hard SJW, and he was. Oh, that's not good he was for you. Standing Daisy Ridley so hard, and he was saying shit like, "This was a great closure to the series," and the only reason he's supporting uh, the sequels is because for the first time in, in at least the original film trilogy, the original film franchise, there's a female main character who's strong and shit. <laughs> And it's like Star Wars has a history of strong female characters, and Daisy Ridley, Leia, Leia Padme, even, and they they just make a case that oh Daisy Ridley's a Jedi. And it's like, honestly though, the best female character in all of Star Wars, Ahsoka Tano. Yes, do not touch her. I stand Ahsoka. 
Dude, we all stand Ahsoka. I, I, I think I, anyone I, who's I, a Star Wars I, fan I, here. I, I grew up with Ahsoka. Literally. Like, I remember we no, no, all no, hated no, Ahsoka. Like, I hate, like, when she was like, she's like, oh, Master, am I, am I not fucking cool and good and shit? And then, fucking come, uh, come. Anakin's like, season. not really. Get good. <laughs> final season of Clone Wars fucking actually almost made me tear up a bit. Yo, dude, the final shot, I'm just like, Ah. Ah. That's powerful. No, no words. Just, just no actions. words were spoken in that scene. Just beauty. Just pure art. Jesus, holy fuck! Great ending to a fucking series. Though I may argue, the whole season itself may have been better because the episodes in that season are just the fuck. I mean, the the the, the, the first three, arc was okay. Arcs. I like the first arc. Honestly, I liked it. Sana the characters in the first arc would appear in the in the final arc. That would be more that would be more heartbreaking to watch, honestly. Right? The the Molasoka arc though. God damn, that was art. That was art. That that's a lesson in fucking screenplay. Did, did you know that uh Darth Maul's original actor literally Which one? The mocap or the voice actor? The mocap. They mocap the original actor of Darth Maul. Gray Park. Gray Park, yeah. They called him in so that he'll do the choreography in that fight. No joke. No fucking joke. That's why uh, hey, that's why it looks so hypnotizing to watch. And then that shot where he he unsheathed his lightsaber, literally just gave me chills because that's the first shot you saw. Uh, that you saw in the the battle of uh, in the final battle of episode one, like oh, beautiful. And I think my favorite sh- shot in in the, that art, aside from the last shot of the series, is the one where the glass shatters. Holy oh, fuck! That was, that was creamy. That was that was so good. That yeah. was creamy. <laughs> that was creamy as fuck. Not gonna lie. How about you? Bird, the the one where they uh favorite shot. I I like that shot. I won't lie, but it's hard to pick a favorite, man. Clone Wars just has so many memorable shots, man. But like, they could have. I mean, I understand that this the sequel trilogy is just them copying. The expanded universe. Uh, each of the characters are XPs of like expanded universe characters. Like Kylo Ren is Darth Kados. Uh, they, uh, Rey is Jaina Solo. That sort of thing. And they're all just kind of like X- XPs. But I'm thinking that man, they could have maybe. I you mean, know, they... honestly, they could have just made an expanded universe trilogy, right? They're gonna well, pick the, the out expand, expand, so many the books. The expanded universe is huge. Just the thing, you know. It's the the Skywalker family saga with it continued on with Luke and Leia's children. Yeah. Um, I mean, then, Luke, Luke didn't have children. He did. Oh wait, no, he he didn't. He's a fucking monk, dude. He's a Jedi. No, he rewrote the Jedi. He he was basically the Martin Luther of the Jedi Order. He 
he re he re he created a new a new rule a new order and part, part of the rules was that jedi can marry now hey i like that but he didn't marry himself so <laughs> or did he uh he married a, you read more in the he, expanded he universe. married a a, a a force sensitive girl named uh mara jade uh, and then Han and Leia married, and Han and Leia had three kids, uh, twins and a younger one. And the main antagonist of the Expanded Universe is the twin brother, uh, Jason Solo. He Solo. He's basically Kylo Ren, where he was like, I heard I heard my grandfather was a great man, that sort of thing, and he wanted to copy him. And he met like some really sketchy people in his travels who were like, oh, with the dark, like they're not Sithlers, but they were they were force sensitives who were attuned to the dark side, and they were like, yo, I'll I'll teach you this shit, fam. Then, <laughs> <laughs> like, then you know, the, the, I think like the the dark side and the light side of the force is an allegory for <laughs> drugs. I don't know. <laughs> Um, How you describe that? How you describe that? Like, yo, dude, I'll hit you up with some cool powers. <laughs> sounds like what? Sounds like what, drugs, you what know. What I believe turned the 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 Jason to the dark side was the fact that he also had a love interest, but at the time, the the love interest was like a was like a, a an heiress of a civilization that the the Republic, the New Republic, was like in, at war with, and it, he had like a Romeo Juliet thing going on. And what what the, the turning point was? Mara Jade, Luke's wife, was like, "You can't be doing that." Yeah, that's you can't that, be that, doing that. Come on, that, that's illegal. Come on. And in order to preserve the secret relationship, he had to kill her. And oh. he he had to he had to like cover up her death. Like 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 like, say, like it was an accident. Like like she died in combat, and she he was basically like. Uh, living as a double agent, like half of his life was spent being a war hero, being like kind of an important figure, and yeah, being like political, uh, covering up like all of the this and that, and then the other half of it was him going sneaking out out of the planet to get some dark side training, and then when he thought he was powerful enough, he said, "I don't have to hide anymore. We can live happily ever after." He wasn't a bad guy. But actually, but he made a lot of. But then he was like, really, he he made matters worse for the for the main characters, for the heroes. And there were a lot of events that, of course, played into his turn to the dark side. Like his younger brother died. Oh. And Chewbacca died also in the expanded universe, and it caused Han Solo to be like borderline abusive to his family because he he never really got over it. That's kind of depressing. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, this Jason guy was living under, like, under the un- in the shadow of Luke Skywalker, cause Luke kind of got got like he had he got he had massive hubris. He like like he, I mean, Luke believed he was the the fucking gal- galactical the messiah, you know, like he was. <laughs> you know, he said he's an Aaron Yeager, you know. Yeah, and he he wanted to like. Part of him wanted to put Luke in his place because it was he thought that a lot of the reasons why no one was why there was war was because uh, everyone was kind of scared of Luke and his power and no one wanted to mess with the Republic and it low key was like a sort of fascism in that sense because you have somebody with like 
the greatest force power in the galaxy calling all the shots and there yeah. was it was like think of it like a, think of it like like the soviet union everyone was kind of scared of like stalin or the non-separation of church and state just, just kidding right, so J jason went to the dark side because he wanted freedom he was like one of the least morally ambiguous settlers because he was actually like an anti-hero like a good guy he made shitty decisions not because he was evil but because it was for his own benefit on um, like not benefit but safety you know and at the at the end of uh when at the climax of the whole expanded universe when his twin sister dueled him and he fucking lost and died he used the last of his power to tell his wife and kids to run away because he failed oh god that's kind of sad yeah Holy shit, the expanded universe is depressing as fuck man yeah a lot of a lot of death Chewbacca didn't even have to die. The circumstances of his death were pathetic. I mean, not really pathetic, yeah. but it, it showed just because like Han Solo's youngest kid was was a gift, was a was a force sensitive. Also, all of Han Solo's kids are force sensitive, but the kid was like not a Jedi. He was like a pilot. He was a gifted pilot, and he was he was kind of like Anakin. His name was Anakin actually, named after what? Anakin. Okay, sure. And. He, they they had a rescue operation to evacuate this planet whose moon was pulled out of the, its gravitational Hello? axis. Hello, can you hear me? Another fucking technical difficulty. Hello. God damn it, Bobby. Hello. Are you there? Hello. Oh my goodness. Hello. We are experiencing some technical difficulties. Bobby? 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 Oh, why? There he goes. He's gone. Uh, I'll pause the recording for now. Wait till this dumbass fixes his internet. Okay, we're back, guys. I forgot what I was talking about. My train of thought derailed like a lot. <laughs> uh, you were you were you were talking about uh, um last thing I heard because you know I crashed. <laughs> also, mm. sorry, guys. Uh, we I I, we, I was saying that the. The extended universe is kind of depressing, and then you told me that the you, the the, you could, the sun. Oh the yeah, dude. yeah, yeah, Chewbacca. I I remember. Baby, basically, right. well, basically, what happened was they did a relief operation to evacuate all the residents of this planet before the moon uh, fell on it, because they the moon got pulled out of its gravitational axis and it was going to crash on the planet. And why? Why? uh events <laughs> anyway so <laughs> reasons uh, reasons that we hear basically uh the the son was the pilot of the evac ship and he pushed it out before so that there would be a window of time to escape and chewbacca died covering for the escape and Hansela was like we didn't have to kill him we didn't he didn't need to die and the son was like i'm sorry i was weak and 
Han Solo like neglected his son a lot and uh, became emotionally abusive towards his entire family because of that incident. The son was like a young kid and he really wanted to redeem himself. And the time came when he covered for the escape of his siblings like and uh, when they when they do on a mission and he sacrificed himself he pulled like a nah you guys go I'll, I'll i'll keep i'll keep them occupied and then he died and the younger brothers that played a big part in like having jay the the jason the the, the twin brother convert to the dark side because yeah i i was yeah. at that part yeah, because I wasn't strong enough to save him. If I was strong enough, I would have been able to, you know. Anakin. <clears throat> I wasn't strong enough. I wasn't strong enough. Okay, you, you, have a, you have a bunch of questions listed down. What's next on the agenda? All right. Um, My next is... What was your favorite... Uh, cartoon. That is a hard one. Not anime, cartoon. No. Cartoon, cartoon. Yeah, you know, from 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 the in, infamous channels of uh, Disney Channel, Cartoon Network, and Nickelodeon. In fact, why don't we go from each channel, right? Okay, sure. Uh, Cartoon Network, my my all-time favorite cartoon from Cartoon Network either has to be, it has to be either Kids Next Door or Billy and Mandy. Maybe Kids Next Door. Oh, uh, okay. For, from Nickelodeon, it has to be Spongebob, no contest. <laughs> I, I think, I think in Nickelodeon, everyone will vote Spongebob. Holy fuck. Uh, cl- cl- close second, this may be Fairly Odd Parents. Me, I don't, I, I don't like Butch Hartman's work. Not gonna lie. Really? It's not that. Maybe their earlier stuff of Fairly Odd Parents. Um, but other than yeah, that, that, I never. Really uh, you could say the same for SpongeBob. I mean, when Steven Hillenburg was still there, you know. Right, right, right. But anyways, yeah. So Nickelodeon for me, SpongeBob, oh, Cartoon Network. It's a hard one because I love almost every fucking show there that was featured in that. A close, uh, a, a, a close, a close second to Cartoon Network might be Adventure Time. For me, I think Adventure Time would be my favorite. Mm. Uh, second, I don't know. I I'm same with you here. Kids Next Door. I love Kids Next Door. Holy shit! You know, you the, the, there's something good about feeling being empowered. That kids, kids are like you know, making sure uh, kids don't get busted by their parents. Right. That's that's like their operating missions, you know. Mm. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Uh, for Disney, what did mm. I like there? I liked a few things, um, but I don't know something about <gasps> oh, Phineas Car- and Car- Car- Cartoon Network. Uh, I forgot um, my top one. Like I, I can't believe I didn't mention this. Tom and fucking Jerry. <laughs> I I forgot I forgot that if he were an Asian scum like me, 
Cartoon Network was the one that distributed Hanna Barbera. Ah, yeah, right. And Tom and Jerry was on it. Mm-hmm. Dude, actually, okay. Tom and Jerry, I don't think it's counted Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network. It's not. It's legendary. Cartoon Network it's, it's, it, yeah, it's its, it's own, a legendary show. It's its own thing. It's its own. Disney thing. Channel, I actually did like like Disney Channel the least. Um, <laughs> Same. If I, if I had to choose one, uh Phineas and Ferb is like prob- probably up there. Yeah. Um, Phineas and Ferb. Mm. It's the one that stands out to me the most, so I think that's what I'll say. The, there were a lot of other ones that I really liked in Disney, John, but I, I, Gra- I Gravity I Falls. I never got anyone. In, I actually never got into Gravity Falls. It's really nice. Uh, I got into it. Oh, there's something in Nickelodeon that I really like, aside from SpongeBob. Um, Rugrats. Come on, I love Rugrats. No, not Rugrats. Unfortunately, it's not Rugrats. Um, teenage robot. Yes. Yeah, yes. That was pretty solid. That was fucking solid, dude. I uh, love that shit. Oh, uh, and Disney Channel. Uh, also, Kim Kim Possible. Kim Possible. Yep, that's that's up there, way up there. Oh, uh, there was this, and... there was this one show that I really liked in Disney Channel that not a lot of people know. It it it, it was a school about. It was a, a a show about a school that taught kids how to be ninjas. <gasps> Shaolin Showdown. No, no, no wait, no, that's no, 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 no. That's Cartoon Network. Ca- it's, it was oh, Cartoon Network. It, it okay, was, it was a Disney Channel one. Okay, so I forgot Shaolin Showdown. That's from Cartoon Network. That is for me. I think my second favorite in Cartoon Network. Yeah, that was good. Shaolin Showdown was good. That oh was my really god, good. I, I, I'm so fucking retarded, Bobby. What? In Nickelodeon. Last fucking Airbender. <sighs> How did I not I say that? What? I forgot it was featured there. It was uh, sometimes a show is so good that you forget it was featured in there. You know, it's like Tom and Jerry. <laughs> Tom and Jerry, last Airbender. Fucking hell! Holy shit! That was a legendary show. So I... legendary that I forgot it came from Nick. It's probably my favorite cartoon of all time, Last Airbender. No contest. Favorite of all time. I don't know, man. Well, because the last Airbender also helped me transition to, to my teenage stage, so it had uh, a lot of, you know, a lot of heart to me. But hands down, my favorite cartoon of all time does not come from any of these three channels because it that channel does not exist here in the Philippines. It's my whole pony. <laughs> you, you never really did that good at Brony Face, did you? I mean, I think I did, but it still holds that it's still a okay. big piece of my childhood. Upon upon further examination, I've my favorite Cartoon Network show. I'm torn between Advent, maybe then 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 from like Adventure Time. Uh, Shaolin, Kids Next Door. Shaolin, no. no, no, not Shaolin Shaolin. Or Ben 10. Ah, fuck Ben 10. Ben 10 was really good, honestly. Especially no, no, Alien no, Force. No, oh. uh, I didn't like Alien oh. Force. I like, I like the original really? one. Really? Just the original one. Yeah. I, I thought that the animation... <laughs> I thought I thought that the animation cut corners with the Alien Force, to be honest. I, uh... 
But it was nice. nice. It was nice seeing my boy Ben all grown up. And I, I, I hated Gwen and Ben 10, the original Ben 10, but Loki had a crush on her when Alien Force came out. <laughs> Loki kinda hot, man. Kinda hot. I, I saw Gwen. I was like, I wonder how Gwen's gonna look like in the after the time skip. And I saw her, and I'm like, God damn! <laughs> <laughs> All right, looks like I'm watching this. <laughs> but yeah, Ben, I, I might it not might not be in my like top three, but probably gonna be my top five. Ben, Ben, especially mm. Alien Force. Oh, ah, oh, Alien Force. Ah, oh, good. But. I'm kind of sad that like Gilgas was super threatening in in the original band and then in Alien Force he's, he's, like, like, he's like a, a he's like a meme he's like a meme you know a side villain right yeah he, he's no longer the main villain the main villain of Alien Force are these fucking hive alien hive hives you know yeah forgot what you call them they weren't that good the 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 the, the basic the the half life the half life ripoffs. Basically. Yeah, the combine. The combine. <laughs> Hello, Doctor Freeman. <laughs> Hello, Doctor Freeman. Stop! Stop! <laughs> Stop! 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 <laughs> All right, what's next on your list, baby? All right, so I guess we covered favorite cartoons now. Um, maybe you can end with this. Uh, what do you think the COVID nineteen situation is really that bad? Right now, no. Honestly, I think of the same thing. Not now. We're at the stage where we've fully adapted to it, but everyone's still almost head over heels about it. I feel like it depends where you're from. I think in Italy, it's still a fucking mess. Maybe a bit of US as well. But in Japan, it's like, I think they might have overreacted a bit. Uh, Philippines, they're not handling it well. Like, if you really look at it, it's not going to be a big problem, but how our government's handling this shit fucking not they're all fucking nuts dude they're out of their fucking minds like what are they doing now right now uh they still haven't done mass testing <laughs> uh they're releasing gcq which is general community quarantine where everyone can go out now and in June one. Oh, that's that's like tomorrow. Yes, it's tomorrow. So I don't understand. They haven't done any mass testing yet, right? So we don't know the people who don't who are who. Ready, right, right now there there are three types like of people. Asymptomatic carriers, you mean? Yeah. yeah, asymptomatic carriers. Basically. We don't know who are the asymptomatic. Despite the fact the waiting game could help us out, it still doesn't hold true because we haven't mass tested. So basically, you're just like saying it's just like a loading, like hey, <laughs> you know, we we we're, we're we're just in the loading screen, and we we might, you know, you know that PS2 when you open up your PS2, yeah, it either like loads I, the game. I never had a PS2. 
Okay, so the thing about the PS2 is that when you put in a CD, it reads it. And while it's reading, there's like this screen where it's like kind of gray and it has this background. Then basically, there's going to be some sort of animation that goes into the PlayStation 2 saying that, oh, we're launching the game now. Okay. Or it's going to turn red and say, oh, the disc has fa- ha- like it failed to read. Basically, it says your brain, your game's probably be, is probably broken, or your PS2 can have a fault at that. That's uh-huh. why. So basically, that's 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 GCQ in a nutshell for me. Like, <laughs> you don't know if you're gonna get the blue screen or the red screen. It, because... it, was, it was it was basically like crowd control, and they didn't do anything after that. Right. You know. It's like it's like when in a team fight you 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 stun everyone but no one followed up. Yeah, that's a good analogy. Yeah, you're right. That's, that's kind of gross, huh? Yo, yeah, like you know, you're a mouth fight. You are everyone. The team's just there, farm in mid. Thanks, guys. Mmm, and then the Yasuo gets mad at you for not knocking up. Dick. That, 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 that's happened to me like recently. I, I I played like a game of league before, like like just one game, right. and I I'm a, I'm a, right, as of now I only have four like four champions that I purchased in my Japanese account, and one of them is Silas. Stole a Malphite R, knocked up three people, and the Yasuo wasted his tornado on creeps, and he got mad that he didn't knock up. He I think he just bought him and he didn't know that he could get he could uh. <laughs> Knock up from other people from like really far away. What's what's the max range of the Yasuo? Are? Fucking like, like, six million miles. So, imagine if that shit's global, right? Oh, yeah, dude. That's he so just weird. teleports. Sir, that is gross. Anyway, what's yeah. your what? You have another question? Uh, that's all the questions that. From my end, do you have any questions? Yeah, I do, Bobby. Right. I have a question for you. For me? Yeah. What hey, you. What are you Ooh. currently watching on YouTube? Currently watching on YouTube. Because this is a segue to talk about, for me to talk about something that I really want to talk about. <laughs> but go on. Okay, uh, let me go to my library in my phone that shows... Ah, my latest video that I watch is called Top 10 DreamWorks Villains. But the, it's not Mojo. one of those typical... No, not Watch Mojo. It's not one of those typical Number top 10. 10s. Number 10. Uh, do you know... Farquad. Do, do you know this guy, <laughs> uh, this guy named Sarge for last Productions? Yeah, I know him. Charge the flash. I, for, for, I forgot how to pronounce it. It's the guy yeah, with, so, the, with the Moana villain. Yeah, that's his profile. Uh, Loki, I like his. I like his jokes, and he made a top ten DreamWorks villains list. Spot on. I like it. You, you don't. You can't believe who's the number one spot on this list. Number Here's number one, Lord Farquaad. No, <laughs> close actually. Prince Here's Charming. the number one. I need a hero. Yeah, it's Prince Charming. No. What? It's the fucking fairy. Fairy Godmother. Oh. Yeah, no one did see that coming, though, TBH. Yeah. That was a twist. 
And the number 10, <laughs> it's my favorite villain actually from DreamWorks. The Verminator. <laughs> who, who is that? <laughs> you know, over the edge. You know, the, the, I never the exterminator guy. Oh, I, I never watched Over the Hedge, man. Dude, you should watch clips of the Verminator or watch the movie itself. He's a fucking god, dude. <laughs> it's so the funny. Verminator. The Verminator. Just look up images of him. You'd laugh your ass off already. Oh. Shut them out there. Shut them up there. Verminator. So good. What's the <laughs> <laughs> Right, right? Dude, that guy's a god. I forgot who he, who he was voiced as, but the voice just compliments that look so well. He was voiced by Tom- Thomas Church. <laughs> I yes. No, I have no idea what Legendary. I just saw his face and I'm like, ah, I see. (laughs) He's a funny villain. There are three villains in that movie, by the way, but I think he's the best out of the three. One of them is the turtle, right? No, the turtle's not a villain. It's the main character. It's not a villain, it's my friend, though. (laughs) Here's the thing in that movie, here are the three villains. That guy. A Karen and a bear. A bear. Yes, those are the few main villains of that movie. A bear. A bear. Very bad. <laughs> oh. So why 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 I ask is because I recently got hooked to a specific kind of a channel. What is it called? No, it's not. Well, I, uh, it's not. It's not what you think. I'll I'll save that for when Renzo is here because I think he has a lot to say about it. Right. Ah, I think I know what it is, bro. Mm. I think I know what rabbit hole we're going down. In no, this but discussion. no, but but this. But I, I wanted to talk about something entirely like entirely different in every sense of the word. <laughs> okay. Um, you have you heard of what? Internet marketers, or internet marketers are e-commerce people. E-internet. No. Internet market. Here in my garage, just bought this new Lamborghini. He's he's that that that's an internet. Yeah, okay. yeah. He was the first of his kind, and then there's a lot, and then I'm getting I'm getting ads for like all these other ones saying shit like, 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 like you want to know how to make a six-figure salary in less than one year. Just uh, sign up for my course, shit like that. You know, uh, it's hard to explain it without getting into like all the business jargon. Who oh, is masterclass counted as one of those? Mm, that's an entirely different, <laughs> entirely different topic. I'm talking about the people who have these get rich, get rich quick schemes that don't work. Like, uh, I'm, I'm not. I'll, I'll say some names. You might be familiar with them, like Dan Locke. Right. I don't yeah. know. Uh, of course, you know Ty Lopez. Uh, Dan, so you, do you know what the deep with Ty Lopez is? Hmm? Do no. you know? Do you know why everyone hates Ty Lopez? 
Because he's full of shit. Uh, that's, there's Fine. more to it than that. Uh, do you know why people hate Ty Lopez? Why? So Ty Lopez is what you would call uh, internet marketer. Uh, internet marketers are sort of like business businessmen on the internet who who market like a get rich fast kind of scheme <clears throat> and they do it to promote like some sort of really ostensibly lucrative business model but it doesn't work and these guys present themselves like they're rich like they're elon musk like they're like they've made it big and they're self-made men like basically like online entrepreneurs sure and basically they're all full <laughs> of shit so here in my so, garage. So the reason why Ty Lopez is is a controversial the figure most infamous. is because one is that he spent he spent billions of money on ads. Uh, he's already rich by himself, but the story he fabricates around himself is that he got rich through following his business model, and he so Ty Lopez. Yeah, the Mr. Here in My Garage, that guy. So, Here in My Garage, uh, he <laughs> he basically... Uh, so, in, so, he's infamous for, for in one weekend, he spent about $1 million on ads. Just for... To, to show that they are here in my garage. Yeah, uh, and if you if you if you if you do the math, so let's say that let's let's say that maybe two hundred thousand people see his ads, and maybe ten percent of these two hundred thousand people actually want to know more about how he got his Lamborghini. They they subscribe to his channel, they sign up for his course, and that's where he makes his money. And he mark and and basically uh these these online entrepreneurs they 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 market. A brand of business model they they feature like really stupid business models like 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 ticket sales or drop shipping or stuff like that and they right. they, they, te they tell you the secrets to getting rich fast and you pay money to learn these trade secrets like it's an online course and the thing is these are scams <laughs> uh, Ty Lopez is a con artist he's a scammer and he gave way to a specific kind. Uh, the business community term for these people are called gurus, because they they talk but they don't act like a guru, and basically a lot of them uh, market some really shitty business model. And they and basically they say if you pay me money, I will you will get access to my programs where I teach you how to make this business model work for you. That sort of thing, and. There are videos, there are a lot of videos calling these people out, and I've been watching these videos non-stop. On how they're full of shit. How oh, they're full of shit, yeah. <laughs> and it's teaching me a lot about business as well. And Oh, so the people are calling that out are business majors themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just so funny, because like, you look at people like Dan Locke, you know, 3 million subscribers on YouTube, and this guy is in fact running a cult and he charges tens of thousands of dollars for his course and what he teaches you are basically like rehashed wolf of wall street quotes no fucking way yeah 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 and the thing is and the guy the guy literally cuts out the what you call it the clips that 
that that guy says and then replace Sana well, Wall Street quotes as it's well. It's like, yeah, Dan Lok, one of Dan Lok's most famous videos is a video called Sell Me This Pen. Oh my god, that's so fucking simple! <laughs> I, I, I know that shit. <laughs> And uh, they use that as an exercise in fucking theater. And it's <laughs> it's it's just so funny that there's this fucking rabbit hole of people like this. And I just love it, you know. Jesus it's, it's just it's just beautiful to me. That there's this community of people that are like this and people are calling them out because recently I've been getting a lot of ads for these courses and some of them make me ask myself, are these actual actually actually legit. Legit? Some of the people who are gurus actually have criminal records for like fraud and shit like that. And it's really sad. The one that And I've some been... people actually sign up and fall for that shit. Yeah. The one that I saw, I see a lot on my Facebook is there's this guy named Kevin Zhang. Uh, I, I, I don't know if you know him, he's some Chinese kid, uh, he's like 20-something years old, and he says that he's a self-made millionaire. He 0 to 20 million net worth in one year. Uh, and Kevin Zhang said, I did this through... I, 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 the only reason I, I did my research on this guy is because, is because I'm uh, getting ads of him like, all the time. Uh, they finally reached me somehow, and... Kevin Zhang, uh, he's he said that he did he did his on online business model is called drop shipping. You know what drop shipping is? Drop shipping. Nope. Think of it this way. So so drop shipping is actually a scam more than anything. It's not a viable business model. And basically, it's like this. It's like retail, but for products you order online. So. Uh, look at it like this. Uh, for example, you wanna you wanna buy this Chinese antique, mm. and the thing about the thing about this Chinese antique is that you can you can't find it in your country. You can't find it in the Philippines, so you order it online from Amazon. Right. But the dropshipper swoops in and says, if you buy it from me. You can I'll, I'll I'll deliver it faster, and I'll sell it to you at a discounted price. That's a lie. So the the drop shipper buys the product wholesale, and he delivers it. He delivers it to you with a marked up price. So that's that's the scam, and the, the difference is what the dropshipper earns, and in a nutshell, what 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 happens is usually they don't even buy the product before before dropshippers they operate on websites, and usually what they do is they don't purchase the product until you actually order from them, and. They, what? they 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 no way. they 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 fake a big selection. They have like this really big directory of products, and that's all for show. They don't buy it. There, there's no stock. They they're just copying yeah. and pasting the things they see online, you know. And when you order from them, that's when they buy it. 
and they 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 buy it wholesale and then they they sell it to you they sell it to you for marked up so that's the scam and this kevin zhang guy said he reached 20 million dollars drop shipping and that's a lie because there was a there was a, a youtube channel that exposed them by saying that he was actually uh part of the board executive board of uh, of, of businesses that were given cease and desist orders for for selling uh leather products that are actually made of polyurethane oh god and <laughs> basically it's a scam and this kevin zhang guy his 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 his, uh, his business model for like why you should listen to him and not the other gurus is that oh i i uh i did this drop shipping thing and this is and i'll teach you how to do it for free i'll give you some i'll give you some buzzwords that will that will give you like the tools of the trade for free and then for and free then, and then when you want to learn more you can buy my course that sort of thing and his business model is saying i'm not like the other fake gurus out here i'm, I'm different i'm different and and basically it's, it's he's not in a nutshell i did not jesus he's, christ he's not different these guys are scums you know They're almost like scum of the earth awful. yeah and he he says like shit like oh are you tired of these fake gurus lying to you like if you take my course i'll teach you like how to you know i'll teach i'll teach you how to like be i'll teach, I'll teach you how to like be better you know, that sort of thing and there are gurus that actually give good information that give valuable insight they're not a lot but they, they exist and you know there's a there's a certain way you, you talk that, that that indicates whether you're a guru or not yeah you know? there's a joke that gurus don't speak english they speak sales and when, speak and, sales. and you know a guru is fake when he can't when he can't uh when he can't articulate uh, the switch off i'm eating apple pie sorry when you can switch off from the sales language to the english language there's a viral video of Ty Lopez getting humiliated in, in his own stream. Nice. A real estate invest, a real estate guy called him, and he asked Ty Lopez, uh, "Real estate one on one kind of question. Uh, what what's the formula of a cap rate? Uh, you know what the cap rate is. What? Um." Hold on. So a cap rate uh, stands for capital capital capitalization rate, and oh. it's a valuation of uh, investment. Basically, a cap rate is how much money you need to 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 ensure that uh uh like a real estate thing is is operate an operation divided by how much uh value your your asset has you know 
And he asked Ty Lopez, what's the f I'm just curious, uh, what's the formula of a cap rate? And Ty Lopez said, you know the thing about cap rates, it's just that. <laughs> it's, like, it's like that, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and then he just dodged the question, and the guy said, nah, man, what's the formula? Like, what's the mathematical formula? So the thing about math formulas is that <laughs> it's <laughs> and then just and then him he was basically just fucking humiliated and it's shit like that that I find like just fucking hilarious you know it's really funny to me and I love watching videos of these fucking investors like entrepreneurs getting exposed because I know so many of these entrepreneurial kinds of guys and they're speaking the same bullshit as these other fucking guys honestly. And, uh, you know, that's my latest rabbit hole. Oh, shock. For me, I haven't done any rabbit, rabbit holes in a while. Um, I've just been watching, like, these people critique uh, these video games. And actually, I went back to watching old videos of... Uh, video game reviewers like John Tron, uh Angry Joe and see how how much they evolved over time like how much they change up their content and all that or how much they didn't you know and yeah and i've really discovered that a lot of these youtubers they lose views literally like they don't see it yet but they lose a lot of views when they don't really adapt to the new medium and how or the new audience, you know. A lot of the audience change, especially generation wise. Back then, simple jokes, simple low quality jokes would get you an easy view. Clickbait was so easy back then, but now you really have to put in your brand, you know. Because there there there's this video I watched by Amp Lemon where he talks about the clickbait metagame, right? And it holds true, actually, because back then, clickbait was so common. And the clickbait back then is like, oh, it's, it's nothing. Like, you don't really mind that it's clickbait. And then over time, it got so oversaturated that it becomes bad. So, like... Commentary. I think you, thank the, I think you need to thank the commentary channels for that. Yeah, right? <laughs> Fucking hell, the commentary channels. Especially those guys. They're, they're the ones that really... Put the clickbait shit, you know, to second fruition, nature. right? It's a second nature for them. But yeah, and these creators had to like adapt to that. They had to be like, oh man, we can't look clickbaity anymore. We really have to do something. So a lot of these creators change even the most little things. And of course, these people have greater production value over time. And that, 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 I'm just really impressed and, you know, really uh, intrigued on how much these people change for the court uh, of the course of their entire career. And of course, I even witnessed the ones that fell from grace, right? You know, Dog Walker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hell oh, yeah, baby. Nostalgia critic. That's one guy who never really changed his, his content, you know? I, After... heard, I heard he was an asshole. He is an asshole. He's an asshole. He, he, I don't know if he really did scam. I don't think it, it's a scam, but he, he's pretty shitty, you know? 
Uh, it's kind of crap. What did you do again? Uh, I remember something about sponsors. Uh, wait long, wait long. And also, sh the 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 ah, he's he sold out. He literally sold out his entire career for the sponsors. Like uh, he's not doing this for himself anymore. He's just doing it for for the sponsors that ask him to make these videos. So a lot of the videos that were made previously were actual videos requested by these companies. So a lot of the videos wasn't really his idea to begin with, uh, which is kind of sad. So he, he shilled, basically. He's a shill. Huh? He's a shill. He's, he's a shill. He's like a corporate shill, yeah. Yeah, and through that, he also became a big asshole towards his co-workers. They don't enjoy uh, doing the videos for him. And, like, the production quality is so... <laughs> Basically, it got worse, didn't it? It got worse, didn't it? Wow, man. <laughs> what do you think about, like, the resurgence of the fucking commentary community? Resurgence? P possible resurgence, because, you know, Leafy came back and all that shit. Leafy came back, but I don't think he's going back to the commentary that he used to do. All right, right now it's free pickings because H2H3 is like the hottest piece of meat around, and you can just fucking you know, pass and go. Yeah, I, I, for me, I never really liked H2HD. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed his videos a bit back then, but I never really subscribed to him and followed all the shit he posted. It's kind of. <laughs> gross for me the, the 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 style the style of the comedy didn't really suit my interest honestly it's more of like one of those sitcomy random sort of things it's yeah. like it's like a, it's like a it's like a more sfw filthy frank yeah which is like come on man if if you're gonna do this shit go all the way <laughs> Oh, I feel that. That's why I really miss Papa Frango. Frango. Well, on the bright side, if Joji actually does get cancelled, he'd probably go back. No, I'm joking. That's not gonna happen. I think most of the world knew he was filthy Frank already. It's just these dumbass K pop stands that didn't know. Something about K pop stands I also don't like, you know? Kind of cancer. For one, K-pop sucks. It's a shit. It's a garbage music genre. Ooh, you're gonna you're gonna piss off a lot of our viewers. They're probably hey. K-pop. You see, like, give a fuck, bitch. I don't need you. I mean, I don't like K-pop myself. It's 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 okay, a K-pop is a niche medium. K-pop is a niche. It's 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 really not niche. If you're talking niche mediums, I'm the master of niche mediums. How many? How many of your friends listen to Caligula songs? <laughs> no one. <laughs> See that? I don't think I know anyone who listens to prog but you. <laughs> Honestly. Really? See that? No, no, that's a niche medium. I bet you can name at least four people who listen to K-pop. Maybe huh? more. More. I can name ten. <laughs> Actually, I can name twenty. 
I can name more than 20. There's your niche fucking medium, huh? <laughs> niche medium. You're talking niche mediums, huh? Hmm. I, I mean, like, to be honest, I think K-pop now is like the K-pop new... K-pop is an objectively garbage music genre. And you? At, at least, you know, I'm, I'm comparing K-pop with J-pop and... At least some of the Japanese idols have their artistic integrity. Everyone in K-pop is a corporate shill. Like, I'm not talking just quality-wise. Quality-wise, I consider people like K-pop. I'm talking about what it represents. It's late-stage capitalism and it's fucking finest. Japanese idols, they retain a little bit of their individual, a little bit of their humanity. These K-pop idols, though, these guys are fucking robotos. They're, 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 they've literally transcended humanity to become corporate dogs. <laughs> not, not, not just dogs. Dogs. And like, you know, K-pop is perfect if you're the kind of guy who likes corporate, soulless, lifeless, garbage music that objectively is terrible and theoretically speaking and also figuratively speaking. <laughs> Oh, no. I really don't this, get this, this, the. Well, go on. I already get the appeal. Honestly, I tried yeah. listening. Same, and like this is not just another progget bashing at how K-pop needs more tempo modulations and odd time signatures. No, this is. The, I'm just saying that, like, you know, even even the worst rock stars have artistic integrity. Even. I'd rather listen to a crap rock star than, 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 than like an artist that has abandoned creativity for the sake of fucking corporate shilling. There's a bit of creativity in there, like the dancers, you know? Do you think I can respect they, well, their their choreography. Okay, maybe. Uh, like they they they're showmen for sure. They these K pop people they're showmen, you know, like my my friend forced me to sit through a BTS concert when it, and I'll give credit where it's due. The, the 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 training regimen of like Korean idols versus Japanese idols is intense. Like Korean idols literally like have no space to be human. Japanese idols, you know, a big part of the more popular Japanese idols is relatability. Like like there's like like you know like genuinity. It's of course it might be an illusion, but it's nice to know that there's a little bit of humanity behind like the fucking cute girl dancing on stage. K-pop, yeah. it's this condensed to nothing more than appearance at that point. Yeah, it's all about presentation, no uh, longer the heart. Case in point, uh, there was a controversy that I followed for a while because it was interesting. Uh, do you know Twice? Yes. So, uh, Twice has a member who's Taiwanese. I know that. And there was a performance where she was seen waving a Taiwanese flag or something like that. And, and China they, did she... not like that. And I think the Korean, I think the Korean, the record company, the Korean company told her to cease and desist because if China boycotts twice, they lose the Chinese market and that's bad. They need the Chinese. So they market. had to. They had to kick her out. They, no, she's still there. But they said no more. No more Taiwan. 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 Shit. Okay. We can't That's... afford. It's the same with Disney. You know how Disney like. How, you know how you know you know do you know the reason why Rose Tico isn't in the is isn't in. 
Last Jojo Jedi anymore. Mm. You know, you know the reason why uh, Disney doesn't want doesn't want any explicit, like, you know, the Chinese market's huge. And they need that. You know what I'm saying? It's you know like goes back to our art discussion, right? It's like what whatever happened to that? I asked that to K-pop. Honestly, the best the, the best K-pop is is like it's catchy. That's pretty much it. Catchy, but doesn't have. Anything else doesn't have any more substance other than that. K pop's not even that catchy, that's the thing. If you're talking catchy, it's catchy for a while. If you're talking then, if you're talking catchy, have you ever heard a syncopated double bass? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, that is catchy. Top ten things better than sex. Number one, syncopated double bass. Fuck off. <laughs> it's true. Anyways, I think we could uh, end it here, bro. Do you wanna? Oh, okay. Let us end it here then. We shall. All right. Uh, any last words? Last minute plugs? Not much. I uh, just hope everyone's doing well in this time of. Uh... I thought it wasn't that serious anymore. Huh? Huh? What? What? Anyways, I just hope everyone <laughs> is doing fine uh, after pandemic slowly goes down but you know still wear still be wary wear some masks clean your hands stay safe out there and syncopate your double bass that is the best advice you will ever hear in your life who needs sex when you have syncopated double bass you know what i'm saying mm. fuck you have you have you have you have you listened to a raw sugar drum track like without any mm. guitars, now that is sex. Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll go. Uh, do you have any song you want to play in the end? Mm. Uh, I have to green light it first, of course. You know, <laughs> um, maybe after the recording, but yeah, I have yeah, something yeah. in mind. Yeah, just tell me. Uh, let me let me go through my list of songs that I kind of like right now. Does the band start with D and end with an R? Probably so. Probably not. Hmm. Have you seen? Yeah. Play. I think as I am is really nice. Go, go ahead. You want me to play as I am at the end? <laughs> okay. I like that. I want to play a song too, but no more no more prog wankery. Okay, I, I guess I'll go. We'll go. Uh, adios. I'll see you next time when we finally record a real episode.
Yeah. Sayonara. Sayonara. Nice. Remember, Very kids. Nice. Filipino lives matter. <laughs> oh, Real quick, if you want to talk about a minority, okay? Right. <laughs> There's one Filipino. There's two Filipinos in my uni. My 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 uni recently uh started boycotting shit because of Black Lives Matter and okay fine maybe Black Lives do matter but they're 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 talking about privilege and shit like that they're talking about how they're oppressed and they're the minority and just some trivia there's more black people in my unit than there are white people of course the the biggest demographic are are Japanese people Koreans Chinese East Asians but yeah. in my uni there's more Africans than there are white people so if we're talking privilege. Mm. And if you're talking real minorities, there's two Filipinos. And there's one of them who was from the Philippines. And that is yours truly. Dab on the haters. God damn. Uh, real quick, guys. like This is my hot take. If you like, disagree with me, my email is kobiarbis at gmail.com. You can send all, all hate there. I won't read it. If I do read it, prepare for a bruising because I'm going to fucking fight you. And <laughs> and it's a shame what happened to Floyd George. George Floyd, I forgot what his name is. I'm sorry. Uh, and there, there's no excuse that it was definitely an act of racism. It was definitely a a, a racially motivated hate crime. There, 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 there. There's no questioning that, but. Do you really think rioting and crying is going to solve anything? Like, nah, nah. Do you really think do you really think boycotting shit is going to solve anything? Do, I don't think so. There was a video I watched which, which was really sad. It was really disheartening and it made me really fucking This video made me sad. So in the 90s there was a black guy who was shot by a Korean a Korean immigrant and the Korean immigrant was I believe given a light sentence and uh -huh. the, the black community responded by raiding and rioting the Korea town in, in that city and Korean immigrants who had nothing to do with the incident lost their businesses some lost their lives some lost their property and they were it's a minority attacking another minority and it's like well what are you doing op open letter open letter to black people well i don't know hmm. why i don't know why you guys are trying to like single yourselves out by saying that you are like the most oppressed minority in the world that is not true the only truth to that is that your oppression is the most well documented. That doesn't mean you're the most oppressed. We in, uh, the, in, in the Philippines we have hundreds of we have hundreds of George Floyd's every day, and where's the outcry for that? None. There's a, there's a quote that uh, there's a quote that I remember. There's a quote I remember which fits the occasion. Uh, I'm gonna look it up right now. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Discord, 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 Discord. Hmm. 
Okay, ready? Ready. If tomorrow I told the press a gangbanger would get shot or a truckload of soldiers will be blown up, nobody panics because it's all part of the plan. But when I say that one little mayor will die, well, then everyone loses their minds. Loses their minds. <laughs> uh, there's another. There's another quote that I remember. Uh, uh, uh you know who said that quote? You know, Vino. The Joker. <laughs> no, ah, god damn it. it! It was like a you know, you know, Vino kind of thing. There was a quote that a, a great man once said. One death is a tragedy. A million is a statistic. Let that sink huh. in. Uh, the, the, the one I said that it's not so great actually, it's Stalin. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, you get the point. You see what that means. I get the like, point. Like, America loses its shit over, over, over one George Floyd. And to be fair, yeah, okay, racial oppression. And yeah, to be fair, in the context of American society, that shit's not acceptable at all. You guys are supposed to be advanced. But the thing is, I don't care if America's outraged because of that. I care when riots break out and people who aren't involved get hurt. I care when across the sea, there's a call to action for other people to give a shit about this. Okay? Like, like I got called out by, by a girl in my uni for not caring about Black Lives Matter. And first of all, I'm not black. I don't care. Second, is that where's the Filipino Lives Matter crowd? Within six months of the Duterte admin's presidency, we've we've lost more people to extrajudicial killings than you fucks ever had in a decade. Where's Filipino Lives Matter? <laughs> there, there's a, there's Honestly, a, there's this, I remember there's this, a quote. Yeah, go on. I remember a quote said by Morgan Freeman. Yeah, I think you know this quote. How do you stop racism? Stop talking about it. Man, you know... Uh... Like, the more you talk about oppression, the more you talk about, oh, I'm feeling oppressed, oh, you should, we should stop oppressing, the more you're going to invite people who will actually oppress. So the the, the, the the thing is, you don't need. What do you guys want us to do? They 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 fired the police officer. They're investigating him, and then they're gonna sentence him to jail. Uh, what will rioting do? What will damaging property do? What will killing other people do? You guys aren't doing anything. You guys don't even care about George Floyd. They're just using his death as an excuse to cause chaos. <laughs> like like if if you were part of this BLM crowd. I, I want you to tell me right now like why anyone should endorse this movement because it does not make any sense whatsoever to me. Well, why why do why do black lives matter? Why can't all lives fucking matter? I don't know, man. It's just like goddamn, man. And uh, honestly, to, I think to, I, to, I think to, the people to the, who to the, to the, to the bitch who who called out my entire student body for not caring about this issue. There's some, like, honestly, there's, like, some wacky double standard here. First of all, this is an American problem. You're, you're, you're calling out an American problem in a international school. Everyone's from a different country. We all have our own fucking demons. My president is genocidal. I don't see people boycotting my fucking president. He's killed more people 
within the first th three months of his fucking presidency, then you guys have had shootings in the it, past decade. It does not make any sense whatsoever. The statistics don't add up. And this it really a guy with a name dies and it's it's sad yes but like there's people with names dying every day in the philippines and no one's fucking crying about it excuse me and yeah i'm not crying about it you know why because i'm desensitized it's like fucking every day now it's normal for us I, I don't care if people die i care if i die because right now fucking death is like all over the fucking place man like i i know people who have been ejk i know people who have died personally and i did not shed any tears for them because Remember that dude from ano, the from near our school when we when we go out in in I forgot what's that road again outside of Hillsboro? Um, service road. So yeah, that, that 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 hobo from the service road. He's dead. He did. Well, he's he got EJK'd if I'm not mistaken. That guy's dead. I gave him money once. Fuck. We went past by the road. Then we saw a police scene. They killed With him. Some caution. They killed him. Oh, I don't like him, but I know him. <laughs> I think I think he's fucking disgusting. But shit, no. God damn. Well, he's not disgusting, but it's just that I, I've heard that he's held up students before, so I I don't know if I feel too bad about it. I, I I've heard he I've heard he follows like students and tries to pickpocket them but no one deserves to die especially not like that nobody not 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 even not even not even fucking you know not even people like like that you know if only if the if, and the thing is no one's gonna cry about that guy i know i won't but no one's gonna cry and that's that's just sad if I cried for this guy, it would, wouldn't be genuine. So I'm not going to out of respect. Not that I respect him, but I disrespect the cause. I, I don't believe that hobos should be given the same treatment as normal people. But I do believe that their dignity, you should, be, treat should, them. Their dignity should be respected. They shouldn't be treated as the ones that deserve the you know punishment. I, I, I and the thing is like the thing is there there are communities that exist that could help him and I know that I'm one to talk because that could have been me easily and maybe part of me does feel guilty that you know I didn't try to help but the thing is everyone in the Philippines needs help everyone needs the help of educated morally upright people and there's there's just too many of us that it, the, the, the the whole thing saturates it's uh it's really a fucking problem you know it's a problem for the ages and and uh, you know BLM, the blm people you guys should really ask yourselves do uh, be, be black lives they do matter but what about white lives what about other what, lives what about, yeah what about other lives it's like it's like the SJWs, you know, from humble beginnings to sour endings, right? Mm. They're around, they're around that boat already. I I wanna I wanna repeat a quote that I mentioned that just because your oppression is the most well documented doesn't mean it's the most apparent, you know. 
like there's no excuse for a country as developed as the u.s to engage in racial oppression honestly but the thing is like what i want to repeat like as i said keep that fucking problem in your borders there's no reason a filipino should care because filipinos are still trying to fucking find food so that they don't die you know ah i digress this, this issue just pissed me off and one of my good friends he's an african guy actually stood up to this girl and he got shit on by the by the fucking lynch mob and he he not all heroes wear capes it's actually spooker by the way bobby spooker sp spoke out against it and he got lynched by the mob and i messaged him and i was like wow yeah, you're right bro yeah like no not all heroes wear capes plus rep you're not the hero we need but you're you're not the hero we deserve but you're the hero we need <laughs> You know what Spooker said? I, what? Agree, I agree, this is inhumane. And uh, the vice president and the president of our of our school um, said, if you guys if you guys have issues about racism, send it to us and we will we will we will deliver it to the faculty personally. And Spooker said, that's great. You don't have to like start a fucking fire in the group chat, especially since this group chat is for sharing homework. And uh, she called him out saying well, what you're saying is that you're the, the, this this stance on neutrality means you're against us. Say 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 saying you want peace means saying take a look. Something about that also to, to racism. Don't know? get me started with the neutrality thing. Being neutral means that you're against it or you're not favor for it. Fuck off. Oh, yeah, I hate fuck, that. Fuck that shit. Like I'm Filipino. I have no reason to care about BLM. Why the fuck should I care about BLM? Honestly, like I, I want an honest answer to that. It, why, why, why should I care about BLM? It's not a movement that concerns me. I'm a Filipino. I have my own problems. I'm not even American. And plus, blacks here, like that, that racism problem is not even apparent in our country. We don't have racism in the Philippines because, well, it, it is apparent some somewhat but our oppression but the thing our, is we're our, racist our, to our, everyone our oppression, our, even ourselves our oppression is more class-based than it's race-based uh but the thing is i i know for a fact that uh there's like very localized racism like if you're not part of a community you are disregarded you know like besides going to Luzon, do experience a little mm -hmm. bit of fact but that's a class thing more than a race thing, I think. And to be fair, racial racial inequality is harder to curb than class inequality. But, or rather, racial inequality is more irrational than class inequality. But I don't take kindly to people telling me what problems they should have. That's kind of fucked. This girl uh, recently released an, a, an open letter to all of Japan saying that they should support the BLM movement. And I'm like, huh. okay. But sweetheart, this is Japan. What reason do they have to care? She even she even wrote the letter in Japanese. While you're at it, write one in Tagalog too. Let's see how many people care. I I I still don't know why Spooker got the flack. Like he he is a black guy. I know. <laughs> why did he get the flack? Goes to show that you know, even among 
even among, well to be to be honest no one agreed with this girl in our student body everyone thought she was overreacting and she went about the situation the wrong way there's a way to support the blm movement without calling everyone who doesn't agree with you are racist you know it's not even fair there's no position to defend yourself and here's the thing i believe that everyone has the right to not care <laughs> honestly that, that that's true that's a part of the freedom of speech be part of the freedom of speech is the is the freedom to be apathetic the freedom to the freedom to you know choose your fights choose your problems and the the, the freedom of speech thing is uh, such a big part of the blm argument that it doesn't even matter you know like respect my freedom of speech by respecting my ap apathy like i i wish good luck to your movement but i don't care Does it... sweet, i don't care sweetie, i don't care like the mere fact that no one cares about filipinos like you know what gives us the reason there, to there, care there, about there's, there's black gen, lives there's, there's, there's genocide in the southeast where was the world when a city was sieged by isis and to this day is not even in repair where was the world when that happened nah the thing is it didn't get documented no one really covered it exactly just just because you know i i really i really think i made a good point when i said i i'm to, to, to my own horn but just because your oppression is the most documented doesn't mean it's the most prevalent keep that in fucking mind if you're if you're a filipino viewer and you support blm good for you but if you find the need to educate me that's what they that's what they say in my group chat they, i need education i'm not apathetic i'm ignorant that's what they that's what they say if you think i am ignorant i hate that cool wait, 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 wait. Not come educate me come if you if this movie means so much to you, then educate me. Open, open letter to open letter to these fake ass hypocrite dogs. I'm calling you out. That's my opinion. That's my freedom of speech. Open letter to you fuckers. Educate me if you think I need it. You, you need my email again? One more time. Kobearbis at gmail.com. Goddamn, Kobe. Anyways, mm -hmm. that that was a very nice note to end on, I guess. Assert dominance. But hashtag All Lives Matter. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeehaw! -da 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 -da. All right, Cobes, I'm gonna I'm gonna head to bed. You you said that while we were recording. Good job. Huh? I didn't. Yeah, you didn't say goodbye yet. Oh shit! You can't just well, say I'm going to bed without fucking saying goodbye to the audience. Fine. Uh, this is goodbye, bros. Keep it in touch. Is With that PewDiePie. it? <laughs> is that it? Is that it? Is that it? Really? Yeah. Ugh. What else can I say? What else can I say? What can I do? What can I say? I just want to wish everyone well, okay? Like, honestly, like, don't don't add up to the numbers. By the way, the, the amount of infected people already is 17,000 in our country. Uh, it's getting higher. And that's not even all of them, right? That's not yet their peak, by the way. That's not all of them. See, that's Filipino, Filipino lives matter. Where are you guys? Huh? 
I'm gonna prove a point. Let's let's go to ABS-CBN right now. I'm gonna go gone. to I'm gonna go to Inquirer, pala. <laughs> Inquirer. Okay, I'm an Inquirer, and let's see how many headlines it takes before 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 uh, I see a death. Okay. Before I see a, a murder. The first one. Police find body of Slin Kadamai late leader in Leyte. Fucking first one, death. <laughs> I don't. I That's didn't even. Long, I, I, didn't, I didn't even need to try. I didn't even need to fucking try. Wow. Fine, that was too easy. Let's see the next one. One, two, three, four. Wait, no. Wait. Uh, news. We're gonna go to news. I just wanna I just wanna prove this point. Alright. Go wait, ahead. Wait. Uh okay. One, two, three, four. Oh the inquire website is so bad actually. Keeps keeps hanging. One so that was one. <clears throat> that was the so one two. It's two. Seventy year old woman with history of mental illness hacks husband and daughter to death. Fucking wait, two. what? Wait what? It, it, Wait, what was that news? Holy shit! It it just it, there was one there was one non murder related one in between the first murder one and the second murder one. Uh, seven. She's dead. Yeah. Uh, let's find let's find another one. One, two, and in between the the hack husband and daughter to death one. Let's find the next murder one. Oh, there's one, two, three, four, five. The, the website hanged. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Oh, that's kind of far. I'm not counting like the Chinese immigrants one or the economic inflation one or the other third world ones. Some of these are in IR like Trump and shit. A lot of these, because a lot of the headlines are COVID related. Because if you remove the COVID ones, it would have been like very. Well, but my my point here is that there, the you know, there's there's George Floyd's every day. Like I'm sorry for George Floyd, but you know, I can't cry for every every fucking person who dies. Right. Okay. Yeah. The, the girl who said the girl who called out everyone she left the group chat and her last words were saying when i when one day when i'm on the streets and someone kills me don't ever have my name on your mouth ever and then i'm like sweetheart no one's gonna kill you in japan sweetheart you're from la i don't think that's common in la Sweet sweetheart no you're in the u.s Sweetheart, sweetheart, my, my my family, I used to joke with my family that whenever I left the house, I had to roll a dice to see if I'd come home in one piece. <laughs> and, you know. Okay, I digress. That's... I have so much to say about this issue. I, I fucking digress right now. All right. Okay, that's enough. <clears throat>
here's uh, as I am as per Bobby's request. Listen to that guitar solo that is Dionysian as it gets. Sayonara. Guilty as I am.